revamping and redefining the way we look at our careers. This is Career Revamp, where we discuss all things careers and how to have the career you always dreamed of. Helping you go from settling to soaring and planning your career on your own terms. Now, here's the host of the show, Alicia Perkins. All right, so let's let it get started, y'all. So, like I was saying before, like when you guys said last week that you wanted that you wanted to hear about this topic, y'all know that my heart was like too full because um, you guys know that you know I love the Lord. You know, I talk about the Lord probably in every single live stream, but the fact that I can have this live stream to where I can talk about it the whole time has me too excited. Um, just a, a little bit about me, um, you know, I, God saved me when I was. 21 years old, um, I'll be 37, even though I don't look like it. I'll be 37 in June. So um, God has really been able to do a huge work in my life. And, you know, um, I would definitely say like a lot of how I coach my clients, I don't, I don't coach my clients with scripture per se. I have, um, if that client, because I've had some clients who wanted to work with me because of how I think, because of my relationship with the Lord. And then I have some clients who want to work with me just strictly for my expertise, which is fine too. But the core concept of how I teach my clients is, you know, it's all about that personal growth, right? That is how you start to see all the areas in your life change. That's because that's what happened to me. When God said me, you know, God didn't just say, okay, you know, go to church. God said, no, it's time for you to change some things about yourself. And that's literally what happened started to change me and as I started to change me I started to see my whole life change I started to see how I was with my friends changed how um you know the relationships in my life changed and even how I was at work changed because now I had something else to lean on I had something else to really look towards and not just me right because you get to a point where you gotta say you know what how I do things just ain't working okay uh, the way that I think about things is not right. And so being able to have God's uh, God's word as a way to as a way to really use his word as an actual compass has allowed me to see so much success in my life. And so, you know, that's why I tell people, you know, when you become the person that you need to be, that's when you'll start to get the things that you want. Because God bless the mess. I'm gonna say it again. God don't bless mess, right? And so um, a lot of the things that you want out of life is you you have to become the person that you need to be in order to to actually sustain it. And, you know, we're talking about the Bible. A lot of people don't know that the the principles in the Bible, you see them like in like everyday life. You know, there's a saying that people say, you know, you you treat people how you want to be treated. Well, that's scripture. You know, um, the Bible tells us to love our, our neighbor as we have a love for ourselves. So that's scripture, right? And so you really do see biblical principles everywhere. You just probably don't realize that's what it is. And that's why I want to talk today about five principles that can really give you the, the career success that you desire. Now, you know, I tell y'all in all of my live streams, if you are sensitive, this is probably not the live stream for you. And when I say sensitive, I mean, when I, I'm not saying that I'm mean in my live streams. I don't think I'm mean. Um, but I'm just saying, if you don't necessarily want to hear the, the truth about yourself, because sometimes hearing about yourself don't feel good. You be like me. Yes, you. Right. But, you know, success is on the other side of that change. And so you guys know, I love the Lord. Like I said, 
Um, my husband is an actual pastor. So, you know, when it comes to God, when it comes to church, when it comes to serving, that literally is our life. Like, this is what we do. And this is really one of the reasons why I want to start my business because I, I needed more time to be able to, to serve in the capacity that I, I really want to serve in. So before we dive into that, I've been talking, just give me 30 seconds. I've been talking a lot about um, this new group program that I have coming in probably this way. Um, it is called The Best You. This is a framework that I have worked with my clients, guys. Um, and I'm pouring everything, every knowledge, everything I've ever taught any of my clients and more is going to be in this group program. So the doors do open April 24th. This is going to be a group coaching program. So if any of you guys um, are wanting to sign up, you can do so on April 24th. You can go ahead and join the wait list at thebestyou.me. Again, this is a group coaching program that you will have access to for up to a year. Um, I poured everything into this program. It is a mix of personal development. It also includes, let me start over. It includes like four different concepts, I believe five. Hold on, let me pull it up so I can make sure all the information is here. So it's five different concepts, personal um, growth, career, clarity. So all of you guys that's like, I'm ready to go to the next level. I don't know what that looks like for me. I'm not sure of what is the next moves I need to actually make. It's also going to have career development and career advancement. It's going to talk about leadership development. So those who are you, um, are you guys that are wanting to move into those lead roles, or if you're already in one and you really want to hone on your skills, and it's also going to be talking about um, your uh, how you show up at work, right? So these five concepts are going to be in there. Again, it'll have two group calls a month, and we'll have our own little space where you can go in and ask questions and get support. I'm really, really, really excited about this. So if you want to sign up, go to the best you got me. Doors do open April 24th. Okay. So now that we got that out of the way, I definitely want to go ahead and take this off. I want to go ahead and dive right in. And so I do believe that if you are on this, no, let me take that off. That's a workshop that starts today. So if you missed it, you missed it. So I want to go ahead and talk today about first of all, why is it good to base your career on, on God's words, on biblical principles, right? I feel like for one, if you say that you have a relationship with the Lord, you should want to really build every area of your life off of what he has said, right? And it's going to give you a per a sense of purpose in your work, right? And when I say purpose, not meaning that your work defines you, but it's going to allow you to be able to engage in your work on a level to where it won't just be work. It won't just be a job, but it's, it'll be an avenue to where you are able to serve the people who you work with, right? But also an avenue to where God is able to be glorified in you and it'll give you more meaning in your work. Also, it gives you the opportunity to align your career choices, right? With your personal values and beliefs, right? Because, you know, being in certain environments for us is, is not always a good thing, right? Also, oh, good, good, good. So you said that LinkedIn is not working. Okay, so... On LinkedIn, you'll have to just go to my actual profile page because you can't use that same link anymore because this is like a new stream. So I'm so sorry about that. Um, also, um, it's going to allow you to be able to have a good work-life balance and really be able to 
put your spiritual growth as a priority because people tend to get the things they want out of life, but they're so focused on the things in life that they don't realize that I need to grow spiritually. So people can find themselves starting to grow on their job. They can find themselves starting to grow in a lot of other different areas, but not seeing the growth that they need in their actual spiritual life. And FYI, this live stream is going to be saved on my channel on YouTube. So if you cannot stay um, the, the whole time, that is absolutely fine. Just make sure that you guys are subscribed to my channel on YouTube and you can go and you can have it watched at any time. So um, and then also, you know, it's important for you to also put priority on your spiritual growth because y'all, you know, I help people land good jobs. I help people to feel good about what they do. But at the end of the day, when you are on your guest, your career, right, this great career that you have built is going to be the last thing on your mind. Right. What's going to be in your mind is like, man, was I able to really give give my family the love, the 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 support that they need? Right. You're also going to think about, man, like 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 while I was on this earth, was I able to give God the, that he needs? So I'm all about you being able to work hard and, you know, you being able to show up at work as you feel like you should be. But I'm also about you making sure that you are preparing yourself in having a relationship with the Lord as you, as you should. Because at the end of the day, y'all, that's all that really matters in the end scheme of things, right? So let's go ahead and move to the first principle, right? I am a King James Virgin girl myself. I know that people will be like, oh, that's too hard to understand. I thought that too, but when you sit down and really think of, I mean, when you sit down, sit down and read your word and you ask God for understanding, we'll give it to you, right? But I did include other um, different translations today because I know that everybody don't read, read King James Version. So I definitely will cite the version that I use for each scripture, okay? So um, the first principle that I want to talk about is you being able to be skillful and you being able to be diligent at work. Yes, you are able to, to, to subscribe. Over on YouTube, my name is I am Alicia Perkins. Um, so the scripture that I have for that is, it is Proverbs 22, verse 29. I will read this from the New Living Translation. It says, do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. Now, when you, uh, when you look at the word unknown, there are some there are some scriptures that say men who are mean, men who are who are of a very low rank, right? So the scripture saying, "Do you see a man who who excels in his work? Meaning one who's doing really really good in his work." He said he will stand before kings, and so. When we're looking at this particular scripture, this lets us know that when we do um, our work the right way, right? And this also allows you to see that God is concerned about us being skillful in the things that we do, right? So we will not just be people that are just riding on faith around here because y'all love to say, oh, I got faith, I got faith. But are you learning how to become skillful in the things that you do, which is super important, Right. So he says, do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before a king. So God is saying like, when you are skillful in what you do, he will put you in front of the right people. Can I get a amen, please? Right? Because 
even how I coach my clients, even even the things I tell you guys, like I'm all for you being paid the money that you should be being paid. I'm all about you being able to feel good in your work. But I also talk a lot about expertise. I also talk a lot about you being able to bring forth results, right? And so when you look at this particular scripture, it's saying that, you know, we always need to be trying to enhance our skills, right? There's nothing wrong with you wanting to stay competitive in your field. You should want to, right? Because when you do those things that are that are good and you do those things that are right, you're you really bring the glory and honor unto God, right? And I tell people, you know, you, you can't be around Him soon that you love the Lord and you got a relationship with the Lord. And you you always want to talk about the Lord, but you don't want to put in the work. You don't want to improve your skill set, right? And I feel like people who don't want to improve their work, who don't necessarily want to invest in their growth, you almost start to feel entitled to something, right? But when you haven't done the work also, you know, um, you know, I'm all about you being able to sometimes go above and beyond in the work that you do. You guys hear me talk about all the time that if you are going to take on extra assignments at work, you need to be strategic with it, right? The extra work that you do take on, you need to make sure that they they um they align with your goals, right? But all of this 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 these trends that we're in now, quiet quitting, that's not biblical. And I said what I said. All of this, no, they ain't gonna pay me, so I'm not doing no work. If if an environment is going to affect the work that you do, if, if it's going to affect your work. Like how hard you work, you need to find another environment, right? But you cannot tell yourself, oh, oh, I've been here X, Y, and Z, and, and I'm not seeing the result that, that I should see, so I ain't doing nothing. Do you see a man who excels in his work? And what people don't realize is that, you know, I'm all about you building habits, which is so important. Because what you do, you... Like, like the actual, how can I say it? You don't realize, but you build habits in yourself every single day, right? How you choose to respond, how you choose to treat people who, who, you know, are maybe not the best kind of people to do, you know, work with, right? This thing, because even though you say you have a relationship with the Lord, it doesn't make you blind, right? It doesn't mean that, okay, I, I can't see when somebody has done me wrong, but a relationship with the Lord is going to teach you how to respond, right? And so when you keep on responding based upon somebody else's feelings or emotions or um, how you feel that they are, you train yourself not to be, be obedient unto God's word, but you train yourself to be, be to obey how they are, right? But when you're a Christian, it's important for you to be able to obey what God has said. And so when you have, when, when you're in this mindset, when you say, okay, well, if, you know, they do this, then I feel like I, that, 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 that I automatically should do this. You train yourself to rely on how you feel. And I'm not saying to not acknowledge your feelings. What I am saying is that you have to be able to lean upon God's word and do what his word says. And if you won't be a Christian, be a Christian. And part of us saying that we, that we love the Lord is not serving God out of convenience. 
not just want to serve God whenever things are good, not serving God, not only serving God when his word works in your favor, right? We look at the Bible begin to say to bless them who hurt you. I don't just do that when I feel like it. I do it at all times because this is what God's word says. So, you know, I want you guys to start thinking about what ways, what are ways that I'm able to excel in my career? right? A way, a way to excel is for one, start to set goals, right? Because if you just are at work every day, you're just there, I'm here, I'm doing my work. And then you're in this cycle every day. You do not have a clear direction or a clear path or a clear goal of what you're wanting to work on. For one, that's going to cause you to be unfulfilled, right? It, it's, it'll almost have you feeling stuck. Yeah, you feel stuck because you're not because you don't know what you're wanting to work towards. I want you guys to start thinking about goals do I need to set. And if those long-term goals scare you, start setting short-term goals. What is it that I want to see within the next six months or the next three months or in the next year? But start setting some goals for yourself because one, if you start to set goals, right? Now you have something to actually pray about. So when God starts to move for you and God starts to make these goals come to pass, that's going to really increase your faith because now you see God is starting to respond to you, right? But but I believe that people of God, that we don't live our lives just, just like, what's the word? With no direction, no, no kind of purpose, no kind of thought. We just like, well, Lord, it is what it is. No, because we know that we have a God who we can really call upon and he's going to respond. Another thing I want you guys to start doing is I want you guys to start to, to really start putting yourself in a place to where you can start to reflect on things, right? Reflect. Some of you guys are just so much in work mode, work, 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 work. That's all you think about. And you're not taking time to sit back and really evaluate where you are. Because if you, if you do not um, have yourself in a mindset to where you you give yourself time to even process things. And when I say time, I'm talking about spending time with God, spending time in God's word. You will always be in this rat race of trying to really get the next best thing. And a lot of times what happens is God really do move for us. Right? God really is allowing things to come to pass that we've been waiting on, but we're so much in work mode that we can't even really appreciate what God has already done for us because we're so busy trying to move on to the next thing, right? And so I think it's really important for us to take time to really self-reflect, to pray and see, okay, God, where is it? Like, where am I in my life right now? What changes is it that I, that I should make at this time? And really start to, to, to really see, okay, wait a minute, this thing that I wanted you know, in the past two years, God has has your mind changed about that thing, right? Because we have to realize in God that there are seasons. There are seasons when God is like, go, go, go. And there are seasons when God is like, sit still, be quiet, wait on me. But if you don't give God the opportunity to talk to you, how are you going to know what season you are in? Um, somebody says, I believe, I believe. Quiet quitting is a result of work-related depression and a, a remnant of slavery. It reminds me of revenge, isolation, or as far as to uh, uh, capitalism. I completely agree 
with your response. But I don't know about using that example. Why quitting usually involves a shift, oh, oh, left me, a shift of priorities since applying somewhere new to basically get a job. Um, I know there's a thing called rage applying. That's a new trend now, but the term um, that I was talking about is when people go to work and do the bare minimum because they feel like they they are not either able to receive the actual uh, raise that they want or whatever. But that's the the understanding that 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 I had with it um, was that is that people just like I'm here at work, but in my mind I'm gone. Not I'm. I'm completely done with y'all and so how I have heard that term to be used is when people's they're going to do the bare bare minimal amount of work because they don't necessarily like that job reflection is oh yeah my comments are stopping oh I love y'all yeah y'all are I many with the comments um Zavani said Alicia no matter how hard or confusing works situations maybe I always refer back to my prayer to God for the position I always ask God what do you want me to learn from this what is it that you are exactly it's the thing like you know when you are in God's will you have to know that God sees everything that is happening with you there is nothing that happens to with you that God is not aware of right and so it all really does go back to having a relationship with God it all does go back to having a true trust in God you know um when you was when if you look at the scripture, I think it's Proverbs 3 and 5, it begins to say to trust in, in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. He's saying for you to put all of your trust in me and don't try to figure things out. And he said he will direct our path. So when you start to be in a position to where you don't know what to do, don't never pray and acknowledge God, right? And uh, somebody said, I think I lose so many jobs because my people's skills are not good and because my relationship with God isn't strong enough I do go to church and pray often so I don't know I work my butt off but I cannot please any of my I have been there right and this is why I say a lot of it is self-growth and Nicole the fact that you're just being open and honest and you say you know what it's me first of all that's a big step because many people are not going to admit that they are the problem. All, all they're going to keep doing is, is just going, find job after job after job. And again, not sitting down, not, not wanting to self-reflect and see, wait a minute, why is it that every job I go to is the same problem, right? And so the fact that you can even admit that and say, hey, this is me, right? That's a huge step. And the next thing is, you know, I tell people, oh, once it's actually leads us into my next point, which is um, being able to accept feedback. And that is principle two, right? And this scripture is, uh, I'm going to read this from the English Standard Version. It says, Who, whoever ignores instruction despises himself, but he who listens to reproof gains intelligence. And this is Proverbs 15 and 32. Whoever ignores instruction despises himself, but he who who hears reproof gains intelligence. And this goes back to the second point is being able to hear feedback. That is going to be one of the number one ways to be successful in your career, to be able to accept feedback, to, to be able to hear what you are doing wrong, right? 
Um, there was, there's, I think it's either in the King James version, but that version says, a fool despises instructions. Like, I don't want to hear about me. Y'all don't know nothing. Y'all always doing this. Like you just automatically think that you are right in everything. But this is this is saying that when you can hear instructions, when you can hear feedback, man, it's like you that makes you smarter. Right. And what happens is that people think just because somebody says that you have done something wrong or you can do something like they are trying to maybe improve something about you that's nothing away from you right but a lot of times we can have so much pride right that we we'd be like we always got something to say okay but did you even consider what they said or do you automatically think that every thought that enters your mind or everything that you do is right not only will you not see success in your career you you won't see it in your friendships you won't see it with your spouse if you feel like everything you always do is right I don't know anybody who was always right except just oh and I need you to start to realize like and, and I will say this I'm not saying that the feedback that everybody shares with you is real right but that's why we ask for discernment right this is why we can accept the feedback we take the feedback and we bring that thing back with God said hey God this is the feedback I heard y'all and, and this is an amazing thing can be honest with God. When I'm talking about you being able to, to, to spend time with God and to pray, I'm not talking about if things have to look a certain way. Sometimes talk to God exactly like this. God, the other day, this thing happened and I was so upset about it. Like just, just sharing my heart with God. So if you're getting feedback that you don't necessarily think is right, Hey, take that thing to the Lord because the Lord can speak through other people. And so I want you guys to be able to be open-minded, to understand and realize that, hey, I'm always right. I could be wrong. I could do this thing better, right? And again, also being able to discern it, being able to say, hey, God, you know, is this from you? And y'all, he will show you. But not being able to... Just accept feedback, right? But to respond back in the right way. Because you could be like, oh yeah, I'm fine. But anytime anybody shares anything with you that you don't like, you go, uh-huh, mm-hmm, okay, all right, good. So you acted like you received the feedback, you really didn't, right? So I want you guys to start realizing that if I hear something about me that I need to change or something about me that I need to improve, it doesn't make me any less than. It doesn't make, it doesn't mean that I'm horrible. It doesn't mean that I'm bad, right? It does not take anything away from your value of work. If anything, it is trying to make you better. And that kind of goes back to that first one when I was talking about um, being, being skillful. In order to be skillful, Sometimes you do have to hear things about you that don't feel good, right? But but in, in God's word, he began to say that everything works for the good for everybody who, who loves the Lord. So if you love the Lord, you gotta know, God, this don't feel good, but it's gonna work my good. Y'all, these feelings and these emotions is gonna get us in trouble. I'm not saying to ignore it, how you feel, I'm just saying, stop responding all the time on how you feel. Bring your emotions, bring your feelings into prayer and let God tell you what to do with them. Because your feelings and your emotions are not always right. You could very well just be be hungry. You could very well just be tired. It could 
there will be that time of the month for you, right? And I'm not saying all of your emotions are like that. I'm not trying to, to, to gaslight you, but God will show you the root of things. And that is where that, that personal growth is. God, not just, um, not that, like your prayer shouldn't just be God. These are the things I do. Start asking God, why do I do the things that I do? God, why do I always respond like this? Why does that this thing always makes me mad? God, why is it that every time this person at work comes around me, I just get bothered, right? So don't just focus on what you're doing. Start asking God, God, what is the root of these things? Because some things you just can't pray away. Some things you're going to have to change away. Mm -mm. Some things you cannot just pray away. Some things are going to require a change. But if you don't know what the change or why it should be changed, you will forever be in a cycle that goes around and around, right? So yes, we should acknowledge our feelings, but don't keep responding on them because it will cost you everything. It will cost you your job. It will cost you your career. It'll cost you your marriage. It'll cost you your relationship with your kids, right? But um, Alicia, I'm at, I've had a hard time accepting it because I have always taken offense to things. God is working with me in that. I'm sorry. Y'all, a lot of these things, I'm, I'm not a therapist, but a lot of these things have to do with just childhood, how we were raised or not, not just childhood, but different experiences that you may have experienced in life. Like for instance, if you you know, some, I know me, like when, when I would experience, like the only time I would get feedback was in like very intense moments. You know what I'm saying? Like only time I would hear things wrong about myself was when maybe my mom was upset or maybe like I did something wrong or so when it came to me being able to accept feedback, it was like that because the only environment that I ever experienced feedback was when somebody was, was mad at me. So my mom would tell me if you were sharing something about me that wasn't right, that means that you automatically was, you was maybe very upset with me. Maybe like I did something wrong. Y'all, like a lot of this stuff, be, it, it's, it's roots in there. It really, really is roots, right? And so a lot of your past experiences will, will from your past or even from your childhood, it's going is the reason why you respond to things now, especially, you know, us, and I say us, I'm talking about in, in different cultures, right? You wasn't allowed to, to maybe uh, share your opinions or your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know when I was growing up, it, it was like, girl, be quiet, hush your mouth, shut up. You ain't got nothing to say, right? So when it came to me being able to really work for the things that I need or even being able to really advocate for myself. I don't do that because to advocate for yourself is a skill. That's a skill you have to learn, right? And so like people think these things come like automatically. And so you can start feeling like, oh, something wrong with me. My friend, there's something wrong with you. It's just, it's a skill that you haven't been taught, right? So when it comes to me being able to like speak up for myself or being able to, to, to ask the things that I, that I need, uh, right? Okay. I'm the only one like you didn't have no choice. You gonna eat what was sent before you. Hey, you know, I was forced to eat stuff I didn't like. And though I feel like, you know, I do feel like as a I do feel like when you have kids, it is your job to 
instruct them, right? Because a child don't always know the things that they need, right? But I know with my own child, I'm wanting to really break that, that with my child. There are times, not every time, but there are, are, are times where I ask my child, what do you want to eat, right? But one, I'm, I, she's four, I'm teaching her how to make decisions. A lot of us can't make a choice because our parents told us everything to eat, everything to wear. They 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 told us, we were not say, right? But I'm teaching my child how, how to think about something. Do you want a, a cheeseburger or do you want pasta? Right, so now she's four and she's thinking, well, what is it do I want? She's able to take into the thought what is it that she wants and that is going to build up her skill to make, to actually decide on something because decision-making is a skill, right? If she is sitting down and she's and she's like like the other, like this past Sunday, I made candy yams. And so, you know, she's like, mommy, Ooh, yuck, I don't like this. Uh, she don't like it because it was sweet. And I'm like, child, fuck for my food. But my husband was like, oh, it's good. I was like, fuck for me. That's what I was thinking. But she's like, oh, uh-uh, mommy. And so she told me that she, they could eat it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Right? And so, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you got to be able to teach people. And with my child, I'm not going to make her feel bad because, she doesn't like something because what you do when you make your child eat food that they don't like or 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 you make them feel bad because they they maybe like something other than you would like you make them a people pleaser you teach them to ignore how they feel and just go with what everybody else says oh yeah that's that's why i think again i'm not telling you that your child should have free range I'm I'm not saying that at all. Never. You are a parent. You are supposed to supposed to to have to to teach them and, and everything. What I am saying is that um, give your child and and help them to understand that just because you don't like something, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong, right? Like for instance, my child used to hate bananas. Like she hated bananas, which. Right, she was like one or two, and guess what? I make her eat them. Now she absolutely loves them. She asks for them all the time, but like she had to come into that her own self, right? And so, you know, I'm not not trying to tell you how to to raise your kids, but I do think a lot of what we went through is because how we were raised as a kid. It doesn't mean that our parents was wrong or they were horrible parents. They just did the best that they could. But I think now that we are in a society where people are a little bit more aware of maybe how they were raised and the actual uh, effects that it can have on you, it, it, make, it makes me want to, to break that. You know, there are some people that will actually discipline their children just because the kid is getting on their nerves. They're kids, right? And I feel like if you do want to actually, you know, have to actually instruct them, it shouldn't be because you are frustrated. It should be because I need to teach you something. There was something that you did was wrong, right? But if you always deal with your kids and just frustration, they all they only only time they know mommy, only time they know daddy is when he is upset with me. That makes them insecure, right? It makes them feel like man, something's wrong with me because the only time that my dad really deals with me, the only time my dad is really engaged with me or my mom is, she's always mad at me and it makes them really 
insecure, like all these people that are 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 introverts, not everybody, okay? Because I do know that people have different personalities. Not everybody. Do not come for me. I'm not, I'm, again, I'm not a therapist. But I think that for some people, they are like that because they have taught themselves to retreat within themselves. And I know there are different kinds, like, oh, no. I'm not getting into all that. I just want you to start asking, what is my personality based on? I'm done. All right. Yes, it's a fine line, but you do have to teach your kids how to advocate for themselves and make decisions. It builds confidence. It builds confidence, right? So there, there are some times when she does have to. And I'm like, no, you, you, this is something that you need to eat because you know it's it, it's something it's, it's good for you. You know, and my child loves vegetables. She loves fruit, right? But I don't. Uh, I think it's important to build up these, these, and these, or if there's something that she does want, and I don't necessarily think it's the right thing. Sometimes we just sit down and we just talk about it. I, she's four. I do this what she's four. I'll, 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 I'll ask her why, right? Because even in that, with me, me being able to, to, to ask her why, I'm able to teach her how to express how she feels for her to learn like what is this thought based upon like lots of stuff that is happening in there right All right so let's go to the third one. Oh, so the i've already talked about the first one was to be skillful in what you do the second one was you being able to hear feedback and embrace discipline right and so with that one um i want you guys also to really um start to learn from the people of people around you, but also um, acknowledge your limitations, right? Understand that you don't know everything. Understand that there's always room for growth, right? Being able to assess where you are, what are those gaps? Now, I'm talking mostly in your career, right? But you can really apply this to, to, to every area of life because there really isn't any of these scriptures that say in your job, X, Y, Z. But we know that these are just basic Principle, so know that you are able to to um you know to not just have this on one thing. Like I said, you can start to really um you know experience growth in every aspect of your life if you follow these. Okay. Another thing is um three. I want to talk about you being able to take to take action and overcome fear. And this scripture is from Ecclesiastes eleven and four. Okay. So I'm going to read it in the King James Version, but I'm also going to uh, read it in the New Living. Hold on, y'all. One second, because this... Hold on, y'all. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, it's back. The whole thing shut down. Oh, that's here. Okay. So this scripture says, uh, he that observeth the wind shall not sow. He that regards the clouds shall not reap. Okay. This is the same uh, scripture. It says, farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant if they watch every cloud they never harness so this is for all y'all people that's always waiting for the perfect time to take action it says he that observeth the wind shall not sow meaning that you know you always gotta wait for everything to be just right and oh i can only do this if this is right you're not gonna reap like that because because what you don't realize is that if you're always facing everything that you want to do based upon what's happening around you, your faith is not in God. Your faith is in perfect conditions, right? God's word says that faith is the evidence of things not seen. 
right? But it is what you are hoping for. So if you can't do nothing, and so everything around you is just right, you won't reap the success that you want because your faith isn't in everything has to be right. Not that in there's nothing too hard for God, right? Or not that, hey, you know, God said that if I ask for this thing, right? No, the faith you have is a note. I got to do it at the right time. I got to do it when I have enough money. I got to do It's just in all these other things. And so I want you guys to start to shift your mindset, right? And not always look for a perfect timing. But I want you to be able to start to frame that out. What is a season for me? Because I say this, I've been in times in my life where it looked like the perfect time. And, and I prayed about it and God was like, nope, be still. But you're like, oh, yeah, but, but this is here and got the, the money to do it. Nope. But it was the times when I didn't have the money. Everything was going crazy. And I prayed and the Lord was like, go. Because he needed me to know and to understand that when this thing turns out the way that is like, because he wanted me to see that when you see that success, you're going to know that it was nobody but me who did it. But if you keep on waiting for the perfect timing, and if you do get success, your faith is in, oh, yeah, this went good because this was in place and that was in place and this was in place and this was in place. Not that God can do anything, but your faith is going to be in, I made the perfect move. Not I had faith in the in the perfect God. So all of y'all out there who are afraid to take risks, all of y'all out there in career and improving your career with your actual, oh, I'm on LinkedIn and everybody getting laid off. So I'm just going to sit still and do nothing. I'm just going to be happy that I, I at least have a job. Now I'm not saying to ignore the time that we're in. What I am telling you to do is to be more focused on what God has for you and not what's happening with everybody else um, around me because my Bible tells me that those who serve God in the times of famine don't be fed, right? So I want you guys to start to think about and start to, to have your faith, not just in what you think looks good, but I want you to have your faith in the God that you say that you serve. Because that is what your should be in. Hold on, y'all, because my um, it's not, oh, okay, I don't know why. So if you guys see me looking at my phone, I'm 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 ha- I'm having to see these comments on the on the phone. Sorry, people on YouTube, I can't see the comments no more. I'm sorry about that. But yeah, so so I want you guys to start to operate out of out of faith, right? Um, not not wanting to only think that you know I can only move when things look perfect. And I want you guys to have big bold faith. Right. I want you guys to start to to focus on not what's happening around you, but I want you to focus on what is the plan that God has for me. Okay. Um, even with that, um, when when you're able to, you know, uh, to take action and really overcome the uh, the fear, it's going to allow you to really shift your mindset. Right. Now, I do think I think that you need to evaluate risk. I do. 
thank the Lord for prayer. We can go and we can acknowledge him in all of our ways, right? But I want you to be able to know that, you know, that you've got to surrender control of your life. Because y'all, I am a planner, okay? I, can, I am a planner. I will have a plan A, B, C, D, E, y'all, okay? But God had to show me so many times. Sometimes sometimes your plan B is going to be God. Like God, like however the chips may fall, right? And it's about you being able to trust God and know like God, first of all, you see everything, right? And in order for me to operate in faith, it's going to take me to step out on something that I can't see, right? It's going to take me to make a choice in something that I can't see. It's going to make me to believe in something that I can't see, right? And so as you start to do this more often, and as you start to see God work things out for you, it's going to build up your faith in him because now you have something to lean on. Like, God, if you've done it this time or the last time, you can do it again, right? So it's about you being able to expand your faith and for you to be able to realize that ain't nothing too hard for God. Things may seem, they may seem impossible for you. The Bible says that all things are possible through God. For, this this kind of goes back to one, the first one, when I was talking about being able to be skillful, um, it's about you being able to work wholeheartedly being able to work unto the Lord. When you look at um, Colossians 3, verses 23 through 24, it says, and whatsoever you do, do it heartily as as unto the Lord and not unto men. Work willingly, whatever you do, as you are working for the Lord rather than for people. I'll say it again. Whatsoever you do, do it heartily or do it with your whole heart as to the Lord and not unto men. Work willingly at whatever you do as though you are working for the Lord rather than working for people. Start start to view what you do as an act of service unto God and for other people. Like I said earlier, that is going to allow your work to be more meaningful. It does not mean that you have to have some kind of like, you know, some kind of job that's revolved around, you know, issues in the world. You know what I mean? Um, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you have to have a job that you save lost kids in whatever you do, right? You got to be able to do this unto God, meaning that this is an act of service that I'm doing unto you. This is something that I want you to be glorified in, right? And that's going to allow you, for one, to stay focused on what you need, just on, and, and it's going to allow you to really start to get a servant's heart. A lot of you guys that are wanting to be into lead roles, right, or you are, are wanting to even move up, that is a servanthood. When you're in any kind of, like, leadership position, that is servanthood. Right. But it's hard to have that heart. Like um, there are even different types of actual leadership styles and servant is actually a style, which I feel like they all should be. Because I feel like when, when we look at the scripture, he said, he that is, is greatest among you. Let him serve you. Like that's the word, too. Right. But when you start to have it in heart and understanding that what I'm doing, I'm doing this unto God. First of all, you not going to be quiet. 
quitting because you realize even though they not doing me right, the law ain't done me nothing. And I'm doing this work unto him. And then it allows you to really, uh, really care about the people that you serve with your skills, right? And then also, um, it's going to allow you to really have a, a, a positive mindset because nobody likes to work with negative Nancy, right? Who just complain, complain, complain about everything that's being done wrong. You just keep complaining over and over again. All you do is complain, friends, that you got issues with everything, everybody. That's because this has not been an act of service into God. This has been only about you, right? And so when you can start to really, uh, really um, see your work as a work unto God, that's that will allow you to really just change your mindset. It'll make people enjoy being around you. I love being around people that are positive, that are motivating, right? People love, like when you look in the Bible, you begin to say, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall see God. People love being around people that make peace. But if you can't, you know, if your mindset is always on what everybody else is doing or your mindset is always on what everybody else is doing wrong and all the things that are always doing your nerves, positive through that, right? But I want you to start being a peacemaker and start being able to say, you make this thing about God and not make this thing about me. And God is going to work this out for me because I'm doing this unto him. And him being able to really work that out can come out in different ways. He could begin to touch their hearts and things and doors on your job will start to open up for you. Or he could be like, okay, start to make a extra strategy. I got something else better for you. Start preparing yourself. That's the thing. We don't know how God is going to move, but we know our faith tells us that he is going to move. But you got to start putting yourself in a position that when God say move, you is ready to move. Look at Noah, right? He he built an ark for, I think, I think the Bible says it took him 120 years to build an ark. He kept saying, rain going to come, y'all. Now God then, 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 then told him, right? Hey, Rain is gonna come. There, there's a flood coming. This ark has to be built. No, building the ark for hundred in, in twenty years with no evidence of what God said. Half of us, if it was week two, we'd be like, "Oh no, uh-uh." God, what a rain it? God, I, I'm out here. I'm trying to build this humongous ark. People see me building this ark. Okay, looking crazy because you told me that something was on the way for 120 years. Most of us would have been done after the first 30 days. Like, you know that? Ah, that's the thing. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that God gave him the money to even buy all these supplies. Meaning, and I say this because we feel like, oh, if this is God, then it won't really require sacrifice. Like, we think that just because something comes from God, that it's going to be easy, that it's not going to cost us something. But the Bible says you reap what you sow, right? So there are seasons in life where you're like, God, I look crazy. God, I look crazy out here applying to these jobs, Lord. Ain't got no, no kind of callback. But God, you told me that something else was down the road for me. So sometimes you can be obedient to what God has said, but you may not be able to see the fruits of this, right? Immediately. 
week one of college, somebody said at week two. Friend, I mean, at week six, I mean, probably at day 16, I've been like, here's the rock. Right? But with Noah, he built that ark for 120 years until one day a raindrop fell. Right? He did not have the evidence until after he was done. Now, that's a word. He did not have the evidence of what God has said until the rain came. So God could have you in your season of building and you see no evidence, you see no fruit, right? Folks are saying, oh, girl, what's wrong with you, girl? You what the heck? You trying to look for a new job or 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 you want to raise? God could be trying to lead you to take on extra assignments at work. And you like, sorry, I ain't doing it. Mm-mm. And God, like, I'm working, I'm working on the back end, right? Look at King David, right? He was on the backside of a mountain for years, tending to sheep, right? He was the smallest out of all of his brothers, right? They 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 started to think that, oh, this brother was going to be our dang king because he was real strong and big. And, and God said, nope, call David. David. He, who's been on the backside of the mountain, tending to sheep. But David didn't know that now he was able to cater to, you know, to natural sheep, right? But he didn't realize that God was, was wanting to train him on how to care for his sheep, his spiritual sheep, right? So you God can have you in a season to where he is building up those skills in you in a job that seems great. Girl, this job is this girl. You could be like, oh, this job I have now is so, so beneath me. You know what I mean? You can start feeling like, oh, this job is, is dumb. But you don't know that God is using that job to build up the, the skills that you need for something else greater. Now, I, you know what I mean? And, and and the really important thing about this story, y'all, is this, is that they they told David that he was going to be ordained king, right? But it didn't happen for another 14 years. It did not happen for another 14 years. So God had told him this great plan that he had. I'm on my lip. I'm always on my lip. I'm like, what's going on? But, but God told him, that like God exposes great plan for him. It's like David, I'm like I'm gonna have you ordained king. I'm gonna have you rule over all my people. Now go back to tending sheep. Be like, oh Lord, you got me all all excited. Now, now I gotta go back and tend to the sheep for another fourteen years. Okay, but I bet you now. When he was on the backside of the sheep, he now had a greater drive because he knew that it wasn't going to always be like this. That's why I said sometimes, sometimes you have to be able to spend time with the Lord and be like, Lord, I need a vision. Lord, I need you to come and show me like what is the like what is it that I have to look forward to because all I see right now is just discouraging me because I say, God, if you can give me a a vision, a hint, a dream of, w- of what is planned for me, 
that can give me something to ride on. That can give me something to hold on to. And there's nothing wrong with you asking for that. Because sometimes I say, you can be honest with God. You can say, God, like I am discouraged right now. Like things are not, my life is not the way that I thought that it was supposed to be. But God, if you could just give me a hint of what you have planned for me, God, I can, I can ride on this. Right. So what I want you guys to start doing is if you are in a season where you be like, God, what is the plan you have for my life? God, what is it that you have for me? You know what I mean? He can give that. Right. And so um, even with you guys being able to do something with your whole heart, that that is going to allow you to see the larger impact of what you do. So if you are in an actual leadership position, you can see the the impact that you make on on their lives, right? It's not only about, I want to drive the the success for this job. It's like, no, I want you to be successful, right? And it really allows you to have that true servant's heart. And, you know, it it, it allows you to embrace a long-term perspective. Because if you look at well, cool. I talked about that first. You looked at David. He had to have a long-term perspective. He had to. Remember, he was told he was going to be king. It didn't happen until 14 years down the road. When you look at, at, at um, who's the first one? Noah. He built an ark for 120 years before the rain came. He had to have a long-term perspective, right? He could not just see what was right here, right? He had to look beyond that. And he had to realize the lasting effects of his work, right? And so, and then that also will allow you to to sit back and enjoy your successes, enjoy your achievements, celebrate them, acknowledge the impact that you have already made, right? Because even though King, um, you look at David, even though he wasn't ordained King, so like 14 years later, he still did a good job with those sheep, right? And so I don't want you guys to just keep thinking about the right now, right now, right now. Sometimes that right now is God is having you in a growing season. Sometimes God have you to where, hey, this is not a season to reap. You are in a sowing season. And and to tell you how long that is for you, you got to go to God yourself for that, friend. Okay? And so my last principle is faithfulness and in integrity. Now, this scripture is, is um, I, I think I got this from the New Living Translation. Um, this scripture is going to be from Luke 16, verse 10. And it says, if ye are faithful in little things, ye will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. I'll read that again. If you are faithful, and this is Luke 16, If you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibility. Okay. So what this one is, is showing us to be faithful and honest in the small and the big. It also shows us that we have to be faithful in the small before God allows us to experience those big things, right? Meaning that we have to be reliable even if you are in a job that you can't stand gotta be reliable in those small things right follow through on what you said you was going to do right 
Strive to meet those deadlines. Show them that you are dependable, right? And also, you also need to uphold your values in those small things, right? Being able to just manage your resources, your time, your skills, right? Um, and then also, you know, I tell people, character is a powerful thing. How having good character makes you sleep good at night. It makes you it makes you sure in the things that you do because you know that you operate off of in you. It's like everybody want to chase money. Everybody want to chase success, but nobody wants to chase a good character. When you have that, that is what's going to uphold you in those tough seasons. Hey, I'm going to do it right. I'm going to do things right. And guess what? Sometimes when you do things right, it is going to cost you because because the church will be like, oh, yeah, you know, God, the blessings, 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 overflow the blessings. Sometimes you're going to do things right and it's going to cost you. But you'll be able to look at yourself in the mirror. You'll be able to sleep well at night knowing that I did this thing right. Also, it is going to be able to, to allow you, excuse me, to allow you to have a strong reputation, right? It's going to make you to have a strong reputation because when you have a good character, other people can't help but to see it. You can't help but to stand out on your job because most people don't have it. <laughs> most people, it's all about me, 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 me. It's all about what I want. It's all about the things that I need. Most people don't have that, right? So you being able to do what's right is going to make you stand out even the more, right? When you're able to lead, I'm sorry, I'm, I have my notes. <laughs> when you're able to lead by examples, right? And, and it allows you to inspire other people to look through the things that you do. Again, you guys know that I teach a lot of leadership, right? A huge part of that is having a good character where people want to model themselves after the things that you've done. Somebody said, what was the fourth one? Oh, okay. So I'll actually start over. The first one was being skillful. That scripture was Proverbs 22 and, and 29. The second one was being able to embrace feedback and discipline. That one was Proverbs 15 and 32. And then three was being able to take action and overcome fear. That was Ecclesiastes 11 and 4. The fourth one was being able to work with your whole heart or work un to the Lord and not unto men. And that was uh, Colossians 3, 23 through 24. And the fifth one was being able to, um, to operate in integrity and faithfulness. And that was Luke 16 and 10. Okay. And so what I want to do with, with that first of the day, when I did the whole recap, what I want to do now is go through each one really like really fast. And I want to be able to show you how this overall, how this will actually, it'll actually help you to, to sustain success. Again, the first one was being able to be skillful in the things that you do. This is going to be able to enhance your actual, read that, enhance your um, performance. And it's, which will lead to you having more growth and more, uh, more work opportunities. The second one, it helps you to be able to, um, to pay attention to your your personal development. 
It'll allow you to be able to adapt more um, to the people around you. The third one was being able to take action and, and overcome fear. This one was going to allow you to be more sure in the steps that you make. And it is going to increase your faith in God. And it is going to uh, to encourage you to take risks. And four was you doing everything on to God and not to men. That is going to help you to be able to work with purpose and meaning, right? That is going to make you feel more feel more fulfilled, right? And it is also will um, allow you to create a positive work environment. And then the, the fifth one was being able to be faithful and operate in integrity. And that would allow you to build trust with the people that you work with, right? This will also, in, will also help your... Um, your own brand. It will allow you to have a good name, right? And this will also allow you to uphold your values at work. So guys, that's it. Go ahead and let me know below in the comments if this live stream blessed your soul because it sure did bless mine. Because there was some parts as I was talking to you, I was talking to me too. I said, oh Lord, you, you is really a... And to me this morning so please uh, let me know i am trying to pull up my channel on youtube because i know that i got people on youtube and my, my comments ain't working on my computer i definitely want to be sure that i can get the comments and the the questions oh amber i'm so happy that this um you enjoyed this live stream i'm so 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 happy and thank you guys for sharing the um the scriptures and the uh with everybody on the live stream i'm so glad you enjoyed it yeah doing it too so i'm because you guys know i stream every tuesday at 8 30 so i'm really thinking about doing one tuesday a month around like faith base uh, because I, I really enjoy this really really much uh, i enjoy this a lot you guys remember if you are wanting to start paying more attention to your personal growth if you're wanting to take the steps to advance your career if you are wanting to even improve your skills um, on how to be a, a more effective leader at work. My group, my group program, the best you is opening up April 24th. I'm super, super excited. Um, this, this, this particular program is going to last a year. Now I do want to explain that. Um, once you sign up, guys, all the content, everything is going to be in there. I made the content very die. It's, it's, it's in small chunks. Right. So don't think that when you open it up, it's these long things you got to watch there. There I have made it to where you're able to watch one thing and then go out and actually do the work. Right. And so it is more of a self-paced style, meaning that we all won't be going through each one at the same time, but they will be support. You will have um, calls with me if you need help with anything, if you don't understand anything, if you're like, okay, Alicia, I understand this concept, but how does this concept actually apply um, with me, right? And then we'll also have our own private space to where even if we're not on a call and it's, it's a question that you have a concern, you can still get the support that you need. So go to the best you dot me um, and join the wait list for that the doors is going to be open in april the 24th i'm super 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 excited about this uh, this has been a long time pouring all of my knowledge to this I, I actually had somebody this morning and they said that they they was trying to save up 
to work with me. Because if you work with me one-to-one, it, it's not cheap, right? And I said, you know what? I actually think that you should join this program because I've poured everything I know, everything that I do with my clients as well and more is going to be in this, in the best you. So go ahead and sign up for that. If you have any questions about the program, if you don't even know if it will be a good fit for you or not, send me um, a message on LinkedIn and let's talk. So I'm really, really, really excited about this. And there is no other career online course or, or group that gives you personal development, teaches you how to be a better leader, teaches you career, like shows you how to decide what there's no other. And, and, and I say this with my chest. There's no other program that goes over all these five. It's, they're, and I'm not saying they're bad, right? I'm saying that this is a comprehensive course, right? When I say course, because the information is already in there, but you call it a course, you can call it whatever you want, but there's no other one like this because, you know, you won't find a lot of them that teaches you personal development. A lot of them, they that they got strategies, like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you want to get a job or, but, but, but they're not teaching you how to be a better you, right? And that is, I think is my true value with this program is that I do teach you all these other things. I do, I, I'll show you in great, um, I'll show you a lot about how to make more on this, all that's in there, but I'm also going to teach you how to be a better you. And so that's why I'm really excited about this program. I'm pouring everything in, this program so you you can go to the best you.me and get signed up um the web page for that is in the, the process of being built right now so that should be up within the next week and i have all of the all of the extra details and stuff on there but if you want to know more go ahead and send me a message on linkedin and so i had somebody say oh i'm so glad you enjoyed it um Somebody said, yes, I would love faith-based topics. Yeah, so I think I want to do one. Um, I think I want to do one, like one Tuesday out the month. So I'm I'm really excited about that. If you guys have any uh, questions, go ahead and drop them below. Yeah, so um, if you want to sign up for the group, go ahead and join the wait list. And I'll, I'll email you as soon, as soon as I can, as everything gets started. Um, like I said, the, the, I do plans for the doors to be open. Everything's pretty much done with it. I just... I gotta wait. So this webpage should be built, but like I said, that should be done within a week. You have blessed my soul on today. Indeed, thank you for those scriptures. So we can apply God's word to our growth and our. So I'm talking about because like, oh, you know, they feel like God's word only goes to certain aspects of their life, but no friend. Even that there's a scripture that said that God He gives us everything that we need that pertains to life and godliness. Everything we need is in the word. Um, I really enjoyed this Y'all really good. So yes, y'all. Um, remember if you want to catch this live stream, again, you can go to my channel on YouTube. I am Alicia Perkins. Um, I go live every Tuesday, and I know that you guys probably can't join every Tuesday, work or whatever, but know that all of my live streams will always be saved over there. And so you can subscribe to make sure that you can stay um, up to date with all that stuff. Also, if you do want to get ex exclusive uh, content from me, you can go to careertea.me, and I have a um, exclusive newsletter that I send out to my group every uh, week over there. And then I do have a podcast called Career 
revamp that I put out every um, Thursday as well. So that's why I say like, yeah, so much content. Like I have a blog that I do every week. I have a live stream I do every week. I have a podcast that I put out every week. And so I got plenty of content out there. But if you're wanting to really go to the next phase and you need support and you need help, invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Because really, I really feel like, and I'm going to say it again with my chest, my free content does more than a lot of these paid, uh, a lot of these paid online groups and stuff. My free content helps people tremendously so I tell people like once you get me behind a paid door it's over um so I'm really really glad that you guys enjoyed this again if you have any um topics that you want me to discuss in the future let me know um I'll probably make like every third Tuesday or something like that around a faith-based thing so so I really enjoyed this option, guys. Um, again, if you do want to work with me one-to-one, you can send me a um, message on LinkedIn, or you can also go to my website, which is IamAliciaPerkins.com slash services. That's IamAliciaPerkins.com slash services. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Career Revamp. You can listen to this on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find Alicia Perkins on all social media platforms or at IamAliciaPerkins.com.